The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, moving on. Segment two here on the latest edition of Six Rings and Football Things. We got to get to what Bilicek has been saying since the game ended Sunday from his quintessentially stoic, aggravated, terse, emotion-free post-game presser where he gave us a whole lot of nothing. What a gracious loser. Now, you know how they say, Hart, and you as a... uh, uh, rank and file coach for coach of the kids you're working with the Utes down there in the what would you call your area southeastern massachusetts would you say it's the south coast south coast okay i apologize southeastern massachusetts okay but the area is called south coast although they're trying to rebrand it oh the farm coast that's like the chamber of commerce because it's a combination of coastal lands and sprawling farms throughout sort of farm the, coast uh, I, don't, I don't mind south coast because i would i did i literally uh, as I'm, I'm turn 49 next week as a native to the South shore, I never even knew it as South coast, but now we know, see, we all learned a little something. I'm trying to keep it quiet. Too. Cause I don't I, really need appreciate an increase that. in, um, you know, tourists and summer sure. rentals and mm-hmm. restaurants where I have to wait two hours in July to get in that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. New, news profiles, uh, police investigations, everything else that goes on down. There. I get Stay it. the F out of here. All right. <laughs> Your backyard. I'm fine. So, uh, Belichick since, his Monday presser, and with a lot of open ears and a lot of people paying attention, didn't do himself any favors by mentioning nope. that the Patriots were 27th overall the last three years in cash spending, basically once again finding some sort of new way to make it sound like he was covering his own ass and making excuses for why free agency moves, big ticket players that they signed, and, and other players on the team didn't work out. Why can't he just step up and say, we had a losing record this season. We haven't won a playoff game now in going on four years. I'm a 500 coach since our double dynastic run ended. We need to do better. And it starts with me. Why the money thing had to come out because now you possibly piss off the crafts 
Now the media is like, ooh, bait. Thank you for chumming the waters, Bill. Like he made a mess for himself. Absolutely. And anybody who uh, has any objectivity took it that way was mm -hmm. like, whoa, what did he just say? Did he just what did he say what I heard him say? Should I rewind this and listen again to make sure I heard that right? Is mm -hmm. did he say one of we're on the three year average aggregate, as he likes to say, we're one of the lowest spending teams in football? Uh, hmm. Wonder what his boss is going to think about that. The guy mm -hmm. who actually spends the money and writes the checks. Now, we do need to clarify that he clarified his comments mm -hmm. to Jim McBride in the Boston Globe. Good to I know he's got the Globe on speed dial for whether he wants to explain oh, yeah. himself in the summer to Shaughnessy or clarify his remarks that may have upset the crafts in the winter to Jim McBride. Interesting. Yeah. He seems mm -hmm. to be a little bit tight with the uh, the Globe these days, and mm. that's something for people just keep, in, keep aware mm -hmm. of. Belichick told the Globe the Patriots, quote, spend to the cap every year okay so he moved the goalpost because mm -hmm. in his first answer he was talking about cash spending mm -hmm. not cap spending the pay uh, spend to the cap every year what i said has nothing to do with ownership's commitment to spending fully to take it as any kind of slight when robert and jonathan have done nothing but support my recommendations on contracts couldn't be further from the point mm -hmm. bill andy hart really? What, what would you say was the point of that? Because you didn't need to do it. We've talked about this a little bit already on our radio hits. The back end of the answer was mm -hmm. about we added good football players, and I think we're a better football team because we added those good football players. Uh, if you had started with that and left out the part where you said we're 27th in cash spending and one of the lowest spending teams in the National Football League in the last three years, I don't think anybody would have noted. They might have debated how mm -hmm. good the football players were, what you're getting out of Jonu Smith, blah, blah, blah. But you wouldn't have created the brush fire that you had to try to put out with the hose that is the Boston Globe by giving them a call. Um, I still I still am a little confused at what his angle was if he honestly wasn't trying to poke the bear, that he wasn't. And maybe it blew up faster than he expected or louder than he expected. I don't know. But because I, I don't really understand... Is he saying that the 26 teams ahead of them don't spend um, correctly, that they're in cap hell? You know, 14 of them, I'm guessing, are playing this weekend and he's not. Yeah. Are they all are they all the Bucks and the Rams who just went crazy to right. sell out for championships? Because, you know, that's what we were told as Tom Brady left town is like, well, he was almost previewing a wasteland for us saying like, well, you know, if things look like uh, an abandoned Olympic village around here in the next couple of years, or at least next year, it's because all the decisions we made were in the best interest of selling out for Tom Brady. Like, all right, I don't, you're the greatest coach of all time. You're the one who sort of spearheaded or led the movement, made the recommendations to let said greatest quarterback of all time go. So however things go now here in the Patriots, guess who we're going to look to bill guess who we're going to hold first and foremost accountable over every other option and party it's gonna be you and it's bill and his servants lieges uh you know uh assistants etc who make the decisions to sign an Aguilar over somebody over somebody else and to sign a Jonu Smith first that was the first guy they went after and they gave him a bag and he has done nothing but make me throw up in that bag since he joined the Patriots might be a fine person we're just analyzing the player on the field Seems to me like they spent an awful lot of money, Andy. Where does this 27th in cash spending come from? Well, cash spending, cash versus cap has always been one of the debates. Mm -hmm. And it can be... Um, you mean cash versus crap, as a lot of people like to say? Yes. And it can be misleading because, you know, if you have a year where your quarterback signs his deal and gets a $50, 60000000 million signing bonus, 
you're obviously spending a boatload of money in that year because you still have the cap spending, the salaries and all that, the 200 plus million mm-hmm. dollars. Now you add 60 million in that. Maybe you had a couple other players that signed $10 million signing bonuses. All of a sudden you've spent $300 million. Well, the next year, all that bonus money you're not spending. You're not signing mm-hmm. your quarterback again every year, right? Now he's mm-hmm. living on that five-year deal, which is the salary, but not. So there's some differences there. Um, I don't know. I still don't know exactly what he was trying to point out. Interesting one I'd like to float. Um, I have a very um, a friend who's very supportive of Bill Belichick and the, the Patriot way and the Belichick mm-hmm. way texted me because I wrote a column about this on WEEI.com, and he said, you left out one possibility. I said, do tell. And he his thought was, was he somehow sending a message to agents that the Patriots are open for business? We haven't been spending the last few years on average. This is a spending year. We know they have cap room. Is this some like bat signal? Oh, oh, lighten it up. Okay, we're ready to spend again. A signal flare? Uh, like, was that him just pulling up his like pulling up his skirt as he walked away so you could catch a glimpse? Couldn't no. have done it more clumsily if that was no, the intention. It was, no, this is hell the no. worst execution of something like that that I've ever seen in my life. Let me let me agitate the media. Let me potentially anger the fan base and or shoot a shot across the bow of ownership that has kept me in place and allowed me to make the moves that took us asunder last season, leading to an eight and nine far from acceptable finish. Oh, God, no. As a matter of fact, I, I can't stress this enough behind any microphone or in front of any camera. My God. It's not the greatest free agent class. Like if you no. want to grab an interior guard, maybe a defensive lineman, a mid-level cornerback and uh, a fourth receiver. If that's what your shopping list is, then and you know uh, maybe a running back, and you've got fifty million to spend. Congratulations, this is your offseason. Otherwise, it ain't great. Like the, you know, what it's going to look like the Trader Joe's shelves on January second. Well, I, I just look at it. it. It's very rarely great in free agency. You mm-hmm. overpay. It's just the reality of the situation especially like one thing we're going to talk about yet again is wide receiver top end uh, playmaker just keeps coming back. No matter how many times we try to avoid it, it just pulls us back. Have in. you noticed how, um, what happened to the wide receivers over the last year or so in the NFL or on yeah. our team? No, no, no. In the NFL. Yeah. You there's a bunch me. of ones that are awesome. that get paid a shit ton. And then there's everyone else. No, You tell me the great free agent signing wide receiver. Uh, most of them are trades. Ah, interesting. So just having cap room does not mean you can necessarily grab Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown. You have to trade, then hand them the bag, which we've always wondered, is Bill willing to do the double investment, the, the mm. first round pick and the $100 million deal like the Eagles did. So this idea mm. that mm-hmm. I just, I find it, um, the way people have sort of, talked about the spending and wide receiver like you're more likely in free agency to get the obj jacoby myers deandre hopkins who mm. may be good they may help you the robert, robert oh, well, deandre hopkins you're gonna have to trade obviously he's he's gonna be the trade we'll candidate see. you we'll think see. he's gonna get cut outright holy smokes this is how you do it you say you're willing to trade him and then when no one offers you what you want you cut him I mean, I, I think it oh, could happen. Brutal. Um, you got to get some, you got to get something for nothing. And by the way, the only team I think that actually can say they got here uh, incoming Andy Hart favorite acronym alert in three, two, one good ROI on their free agent wide receiver money, the Jaguars. Yes. 
Zay now, Jones and Christian Kirk both had very good, I won't say great, very good seasons. And most people believe they overpaid for him, mm -hmm. right? Like you have Works to for their system, relevant to their system, it worked. Jacoby Myers is probably going to get overpaid by somebody because he's near the top of the wide receiver wish list in free agency. But my point is, most of the receivers either get traded or Debe Debo Samuel, DK Met, they resign. They sign mm -hmm. a long-term deal with their team. So this idea that there's this perfect receiver coming in free agency is sort of a, a red herring or a myth. But um, so, yeah, certainly Bill Belichick talking about the spending cash, which most people don't bring up. You said it. You're like, what's the difference? Cash cat. Like it's not a common discussion point with coaches, with teams. It's usually cap space, cap this, blah, 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 blah. And I would like to add to the cash discussion. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not real. I'm just going to put it out there. It is believed that Bill Belichick makes somewhere between 20 and $30 million a year. It's pretty good money. And I that doesn't count towards a salary cap, mm -mm. but it does count towards what Robert Kraft is paying out for his football team. It and counts towards making, cash outlay. Yes, it does. And it's he's making somewhere between two to five times as much as other coaches. Mm-hmm. Just, I want that out there. Like, for the job he's doing, is he worth it? And he wants to bring up cash. Maybe Robert would say, hey, it's funny. I wanted to bring up cash, too. I pay you a boatload of cash to not run my franchise quarterback into the ground in year two and break him. I pay you a boatload of cash to not have the most embarrassing coaching staff on the planet where I have to go to social media and watch Dan Orlovsky and Kurt Warner and all these types increase their social media presence by mm -hmm. mocking you through videos and all 22s and clips and, and handwritten notes. Right. Like, like it's like it's an embarrassment. Like like it's almost for? like Kurt Warner doesn't need to thank anyone for the name, reputation, legacy and uh, checkbook he has. Orlovsky probably does just fine as a 10 year NFL sure. veteran plus ESPN money. At the same time, though. The bumps he's getting by criticizing the Patriots this offseason, he's uh, he should almost send like a thank you basket to Robert Kraft and the Patriots. And Robert Kraft should say hustle. It's because it, honestly, it is the Patriots. It, but the crazy thing is, Andy, this is what's fascinating about the mutation of the side hustle, if you will, is that it used to be, you know, people working for the team, people selling merchandise, knuckleheads you know, film and tailgate videos and goofing around about their love of Tom Brady on YouTube. All of us, you, me, and a bunch of other clowns, characters, reporters, media, and super fans throughout New England and beyond in Pat's Nation have a name, a reputation, a position of employment now, thanks to how great the Patriots were. We are now dangerously veering towards the exact reversal of that with people now making a reputation for calling out, criticizing, analyzing, charting and mocking the patriots like guy that, that shit ain't right i don't know what days they are but you know how sports center has the top 10 and then like on a different day it's the not top 10 mm -hmm. that's kind of the leap the patriots are making from the top 10 to the not top 10 okay we also need to get into so curious words he tried to back it up we're not really sure what he meant but it was a dumb thing to say and oh by the way a dumb thing to say by a man who carefully chooses his words in press conferences and the messages he sends as much as anybody. I mm -hmm. wrote this this morning. 
I think he takes it more seriously than the White House press briefings that I've watched over the last three to five years that have been absolute clown shows. Well, maybe he should see if Ari Fleischer or Sean Spicer is available to pro to proofread anything that, and I'm I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, maybe Jen Psaki, depending on how which way he, uh, we all know how he votes, but like maybe he should get somebody in there to take a look at all these. Well, he didn't used to need it. Hmm. Maybe he needs it now. There's a lot. You know what? There's mm -hmm. also a lot of different mm -hmm. things that I didn't used to need that I now take and or use on a regular basis. And I'm 20 some odd years younger than Bill Belichick. And with all due respect to his accomplishment, his mental uh, acuity and acumen, like sometimes we're supposed to need a little help and do a little less when we get older, not try to take on more and need less help. Like he's he's it's a, it's like Brady wants to prove that he can keep doing it at a certain age. And we see that he's still very good at what he does. Yes, he's the greatest of all time. I don't expect Tom Brady to put up another season, even like 2020 again, let alone 2007 and some of his other greatest seasons of all time. Bill Belichick should not be trying to prove that he can do it all in the face of, I, you know, relentless criticism by himself. And I don't even does, care about doing it all. He can't do what he used to do, which is manipulate the media, bat the media around, say things in, in press conferences that quieted storms and controlled the story now he's creating the story he's igniting the story and another story he ignited was his response as to whether mac jones would be the starting quarterback next year and you know and i know he said he has the ability to play in the national football league wait what's that now what's that now he knew what he was saying he knew exactly he might have what on that he one. was saying but what is he saying I, the Max not guaranteed a starting job in New England. That's exactly what he's saying. Interesting. So we take so in less than six months, when he talked about the miraculous leaps and advances and everything that Mac did last offseason, then he said, "Oh, by the way, Mac, Matt Patricia's your new uh, play caller and coach." Now he quote unquote has the ability to play in the National Football League. So he went from franchise quarterback to not franchise quarterback in a half a year. Mm -hmm. Huh? How could that have happened? It's the hmm. damnedest thing. What damnedest is it? What thing. exactly is it that led to Max complete and utter regression and the diminishing Weird. of his profile in his co head coach's eyes? Weird. Could it be oh. Satan? No, I'm sorry. Uh, close. It was Matt Patricia. Oh, and Joe Judge. Cheap shot. No, um, the Satan thing was a callback to the church lady. So, yeah, no, not good. Not good, guy. Not great. And that is why I think in our first segment, you predicted that Matt. Jones will be traded, will not be a member of the Patriots, will not be the starting quarterback. And I think that's a dicey situation for Bill Belichick, because as I referenced, Bill loved Mac as of summer. Robert Kraft loved Mac as of spring. Last we heard from him when mm -hmm. he said he had a quarterback and he had a coach. And those are the two most important things in football. And you have them. You like Mac Jones. He was very over the top. And I think some of the reason he was over the top for Mac Jones was probably what he's hearing from Bill. He's standing with the team. He's a captain. He's a leader. We're going to build an offense around him. So why did Robert Kraft then feel the need at the owners' meetings to come out and say, full well knowing that his coach told him they have a quarterback and he knew he's got a coach and he knows that he's a great leader and that he's a great owner and they have the infrastructure for success there after all the years that they've gone to X number of championships. Why did he still feel the need to say, I'm disappointed we haven't won a playoff game in three years. Uh, why did he then sort of like light a fire under Bill Belichick and the organization, unless he knew something was coming that he wasn't thrilled with, like Patricia and Judge being brought back well, yeah, in the capacity I mean, we Bill chose? That was already um, 
sort of being speculated upon or, or known. Like it wasn't for sure how it was going to work, but there was, and Robert even had the answer about, you know, Bill's plans aren't always linear and we don't mm -hmm. always see how they're going to mm -hmm. work out, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? They didn't. This was a time history. He had a good track record. I think Robert said, or something to that effect, paraphrasing. Well, he doesn't anymore. He made a weird decision that did not work out. And now he's left to, to hold the bag. But I think this is an interesting. So Robert let Bill push Brady out the door, move on from Tom Brady, however you want to phrase it. So Robert theoretically chose Bill over Brady. Mm -hmm. Could, would Robert choose Bill over Mac? Or is it to the point where, wait a minute, you already made me pick with one quarterback. Now you told me this was the quarterback. And six months later, now you don't think it's the quarterback. What are you, a teenage dater? Like, are you in middle school dating and like you're, I like like her, but now I don't like like her. Now I actually hate her. She's not my friend anymore. And we don't actually talk like, what are we doing here? Yeah, we don't, we don't swipe right. We don't block or mute people. Like this isn't teenage social media. This is real life, real big decisions, real consequences based on the decisions we make. And to think that Mac Jones could have gone from franchise quarterback to someone else's franchise, Foxborough franchise quarterback to someone else's franchise quarterback in six months. It's insane. And I know you had recently listened to comments made by Chris Sims and Mike Florio on pro football talk about some things that I was unaware of. You'd heard whisperings. Tale yeah. had been told of some offseason rumblings with Mac Jones's dissatisfaction. Did what you heard from those guys confirm or just further solidify what you'd heard and your and, and also give credence to your belief that Mac was even unhappier than we had heard? Yeah, I think um, so. I had heard rumblings that Mac had called former Patriots friends connections around the league, which I thought was kind of normal. Like you have a mm -hmm. new staff that's stressful, like the situation you're not happy with. You lean on people, you lean on mentors, advisors, people you've been around, trust. But the way pro football talk Chris Sims painted it, Bill caught wind of this and was pissed and put an end to it, dealt with it with Mac, whatever. Um, you want to think happened there. Now, mm. if this is sort of the same rumblings I'm hearing, this was more a late summer, early season type thing, which would fall in line with, you know, Mac getting hurt and then Bill not saying Mac's our quarterback and maybe Zappy going into a Bears game when shouldn't have, whatever. So <laughs> I think Bill cared more about this if pro football talk is right than he should have, in my opinion. I think Mac took it, just like I think the frustration we've seen on the field is a normal reaction to mm -hmm. your world caving in around you and your $250 million contract being ripped out from underneath you. I think you're thrown into a football training camp, which is stressful and hours and day to day and not time off all that. But he seemed ready for it. Mac Jones with all the off season, the workouts, Mac Jones, it looks oh, more like ready. Jack, Jack Jones and throwing sessions in California with little John Humphrey and company and JJ Taylor and Devonte Parker and Kendrick Bourne and Aguilar down South. Like he looked ready. He was Everybody ready. Everybody thought he was going to make significant strides forward. And now he is, you know, like, you know, in an alley passed out, hung over with a Brown bag in his hand. He was ready. It was the offense and the coaching that wasn't ready. They invested a million hours in the outside zones, and we're going to stretch plays and do all this. And then they abandoned it. They they had an offense that Matt clearly wasn't happy with on the practice field. Like mm -hmm. I told you time after day after day after day, it sucks. It's Tebow-esque. Mm -hmm. He can't find his reads. There's no timing. There's no flow. Nothing is getting better. 
and that was the world he was living in. I don't think it's weird if you're dealing with that and you get back to your home or your hotel for you to like call somebody, right? Like, for example, right. reach out like, hey, can you tell me, can you help me figure this out, decipher this? Can you give me some tips or keys or just something? Because, you know, we had heard that the offense was very unhappy all the way back as of the spring, for God's so, sakes. Like if I called Paul Perillo and just said, like, you know what? There's a lot of weird stuff going on at EEI, EEI.com. It's like, I don't even understand what's going on. Does that mean I want to leave? Does that mean I'm like subverting the no? I think you're Who a human us doesn't you... call people, right. whether it's your wife, a coworker, a buddy, if you go out for beers and just say like, work's been crazy. My, my wife, she's driving me like you're that isn't that what, what we all do? Right. Like so it's, I, it's only natural. But I can also see Bill getting pissy and snippy the way he is. And also, let's let's not forget, we brought it up a long time ago on the pod and on the air. But there was also the Joe and I are teaching each other the offense stuff. Oh, yeah. Collaborate that Bill and Burge once again stepped in and. Kendrick Bourne spoke about it. Next thing you know, between that and the haymaker, he throws in the Carolina dust up in preseason. You don't see much of him. Had nothing to do with it. Stop it. Okay. All right. Okay. I watched plenty of players throw haymakers that returned the following day and continued on with their career. So the haymaker was there was there was no precedent for the haymaker to cost him. So this was all doghouse over comments about the scheme. And the funny thing is, the scheme was scheme free. It was a scheme free scheme. Just like the identity of the 2022 Patriots and their offense was that they had no identity. And that is something that they desperately need to work towards regaining because their identity is far more now punchline than it is powerhouse. That wraps up another powerhouse segment here on the old Six Rings and Football Things podcast. It's your old pals, Fitzy GFY and Jumbo Hart on at Six Rings Pod. Please share, rate, review, subscribe. Let everyone know this offseason community Brick by brick, take by take, pod by pod is getting bigger and stronger thanks to you, the Foxborough faithful and great members of Pat's Nation. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.